Do you know much. what? I feel like I get so much shade for stuff I don't say. Probably. <laughs> Which is also what I want to apologize last week for Jen making the little comment, uh, kind of as an aside. I misspeak. And it <laughs> came out and, you know, it was a it was a little blurb and we, we kept it in because it was really funny. So if anybody was offended, um, oh I apologize gosh. on behalf of Jen. We're a team. <laughs> We're a team. So we take the blame together. Um, you know, if we kick, the, we take the praise together, we take the blame together. So as a team, um, just, just saying, I do apologize if anybody was offended by that. I left it in wow. cause it was funny, but at, you know, looking back, I'm it like, was about me and I found it funny. So yeah, well, there you go. Whatever. Very, very good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hi, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Now, this is somewhat of a different episode because, of course, right now, currently, you are in Sedona uh, or somewhere around those parts because you're on your trip. Yeah, actually, today I'm at the Grand Canyon, I believe, since it's dropping on Thursday. So I'm heading up to the Grand Canyon right now. Mm -hmm. Fun times riding along in the Jeep with the with the the top down, the the Jeep, you know, and the Brady and you and whatever wind flowing through the hair and all that good stuff and having a good time (laughs) and whatever it is that you're doing. I'm sure you've had a great trip so far. And uh, a few more days. So it's you come back on Saturday or Sunday or Saturday. Saturday. Very cool. Yeah, back on Saturday. Well, the trip looks amazing. All the things you've been posting in the last several days that you haven't posted yet, but they do look amazing. I'm I'm futuristically retroactively telling you that your posts are awesome. So. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm futuristically telling you that they're going to be amazing. So. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome yeah. to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. <laughs> and uh, we're having a good time here. And of course, uh, I'm Dave and that's Jen. Jen now having a birthday. Uh, wait, your birthday's no, your birthday has, was, was just passed. Yeah, okay, good deal. It just passed, now, we're yeah. recording this episode on the same day we dropped their episode number 53 um, because yeah. we, Jen's going out of town, so we had to do some little crazy things here. And and so if anything big happens and you're wondering why in the world didn't didn't they open up a, or talk about the new FastFest system that they just announced, it's because- Okay, that's not happening, people. We're just- No, it's not happening. You. It's <laughs> not happening. But I'm saying if something big that's like that rumors. happens, we're not talking about it because we don't know that it's actually happened yet. Because we have uh, we have a special guest on the line here, and want to make sure we can get her in so we can get this episode recorded before Jen went on her vacation. And that Ooh. is our our fellow agent and wonderful good friend. That is Heather Condis, and she is the Moana mom. Hi, Heather. Hi, guys. How are you? Now she is somewhat Hi, for Disney fans. She is like an internet presence. She's got uh, she a YouTube channel. She's got all kinds of videos and stuff. And she's 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 all about the YouTube. She's all about the videos. She's got this lovely face, and she loves talking. Two beautiful little daughters. She's amazing. Uh, we all, Jen and I, both stand in awe. Of, we're like, we just wish we had a, a tenth of that audience that somehow that people would know that we exist <laughs> like they do. So, good job. We love your stuff, Heather. We're big fans. Oh, we big fans. well, thanks. I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited to finally be on here. Because I've listened to every single episode since like episode one. And I have to tell you guys, and I know I've never told Jen this before. Oh, no. Me and the girls will listen to like, re, we'll just like play old episodes. And anytime you bring one of them up, Kylie or Callista will go, I'm famous. <laughs> and I'm like, you're on YouTube. Like, <laughs> I just love it. 
They, they love it. Like anytime you guys say like, oh, our daughter Kylie, or when she went to get Calissa or Moana mom, they'll be like, we're famous. It's funny because uh, some other agents, we have Aaron and we have Alexa, Mm -hmm. their kids think that Jen and I are like, make them famous when we mention them or we talk about them. Like my own kid doesn't even know, doesn't think I'm famous. My wife doesn't think I'm famous at all. She's like, whatever, you're <laughs> I don't think you're famous. It's a big deal. Famous I mean, to who? That's so, a big deal. You know, so I, mean, all, I don't know. That's what they tell me. I, I, mean, I Jen is kind of a big deal. She really is. Kind of, Jen is kind of, kind a, big of a big deal. deal. She's a really, really big I'm, I'm probably the smallest deal in this little trio here that we got going on. So. Stop. <laughs> I, I, I make sure that I don't think of myself as a big deal because when I do think I'm a big deal, I have people like my wonderful wife, Steph, or Heather, or Jen to remind me. No, you're not really that big of a deal. Don't even. We love you. We do, but you're no. You're a big a small something. Deal. Maybe a deal deal, but not a big deal. So, <laughs> so we have Heather on tonight. We're gonna play a little game a little bit later on talking about Disney. But uh, first, we're gonna dive into uh, Heather. How did you Disney this week? How did Disney this week? Or how did you well, not Disney this week? Because your entire life is Disney. That's the whole so thing. Pick one. I, <laughs> I mean, I think that we really should address that, like, first and foremost, because, like, I know that everybody you have on here, like, they love Disney. But I, like, it's literally my life. Like, mm-hmm. it, it literally, like, it's the only reason that my girls are here is, like, because it started with me being like a little girl in Disney and like having this dream and then like making it a reality. So I Disneyed this week, obviously I planned a couple trips, but I actually booked my pre-night stay and they don't know this for our Disney cruise. And I am not giving up that it's going to be canceled. So I booked our pre-night stays. And once I did that, it's happening. And right now I'm wearing my Tomorrowland t-shirt. So, I mean, there you go. That's how I Disney this week. (laughs) That's awesome, Tomorrowland. That is fantastic. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Well, um, since I uh, gave it Disney yesterday, and now I'm doing it again today, but I do have a new one. Look at that. Oh, yes. So, how'd you Disney in the last 24 hours? In the last 24 hours. So, a couple months ago, my sister, my sister works estate sales, right? And she loves doing estate sales because I don't know why she just likes it. But she always texts me if there's something Disney at these estate sales. And there is like an original Three Caballeros poster from the Grand Fiesta tour. Like, and I can tell like how old it is. And I was like, what? She goes, do you want this? It's like 12 bucks, but there's like a little tear in it. I'm like, I don't care. Get that to me. (laughs) So my parents had brought it home and I just picked it up from their house. And it's amazing. It's Very not nice. in this room where I show you guys, but I am so excited because I love the Grand Fiesta Tour and the Three Caballeros, and yeah, it's cool. So, very cool. I so I am I am currently on on a diet. Uh, my wife and I both are on kind of dieting together. Little little program we're going through, and in the last two weeks, she lost about ten pounds, which is really exciting. Wow. I know that you girls get really excited. You lose ten pounds, it's like oh my god. For me, I lost <laughs> nine pounds, and I'm like okay, cool, whatever. But I know for you for you ladies, it's a big deal. And you know she looks great. We're feeling great, and that kind of thing. And and there are two T-shirts that I've uncovered. I've been kind of going through some stuff and kind of doing late spring cleaning. And there are two T-shirts that I have for Disney that I've never worn because when I got them, they were a little too small when i got them and i put them on when i first when i first got them and i was like oh this is not good i can't wear these i'm gonna bust out both of those shirts at the 50th and i'm really excited mm-hmm. about that they're very cool shirts one's more hollywood studios oriented and one is uh, awesome. very very podcasty i would say very i guess very us 
very us. Uh, um, when I when I have that shirt, my wife got it for me a couple of years ago, and I've just never I've Aww. never worn it except for the one time trying it on. So I have full hope that whenever I get there into the fiftieth, I'm probably going to be about forty pounds lighter, and I'm going to be able to wear both of those shirts proudly, which is awesome. Yay! Plus, I will probably also wear the Bing Bong shirt that I'm wearing now because I love my Bing Bong shirt, and so. I'm a That's big Hawaiian awesome. shirt fan. Yeah, it's uh, got it at the outlet, and uh, it was on sale, which was nice, <laughs> like 15 bucks. Good times. <laughs> That's why I saw that shirt. I was saying to Heather earlier, I was like, I know that's a Bing Bong shirt when you were before we started. Right. I wore it on the I final the park, but that's why yeah. it's because we, so, uh, yeah, I wore it on the final it. day uh, of our fam trip. Um, that's right. You know, the Universal trip that Heather loved so much because she loves Universal. Right. She's smirking. <laughs> so one of the great, one of the fun things about. Because uh, I had like I so I have I've known Heather and Jen and Heather know each other for a long. They've known each other for a while because yeah. they live close to each other. They live in the same Amish village, and I think Heather turns the butter and Jen kind of does the buckles and the bar whatever. And Brady does the bar raising, so whatever. Um, but I knew Heather from online because being in the agency, we chatted back and forth, and I finally got to meet her about three or four weeks ago at the at the Orlando trip. We went to Universal all together, mm-hmm. and we went to uh, uh, to Disney World, and and Heather was was not the biggest fan of Universal. I could tell uh, there were several times that she would say things like, you know, this this just isn't as Disney-esque as I would like it to be. I'm not enjoying myself to the fullest extent of my enjoyment. Um, I, I may be paraphrasing. I might be paraphrasing. But. An understatement. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to like cry from like laughing. So no, she would basically look at me or look at us and go, this is not Disney. This is not. This yeah. Is not so I coined the phrase on that trip, hashtag, this is not Disney. And anytime I would find something or someone else would find something, it would just like randomly be like Heather. And I had no idea what you guys were talking about. I'd just be like, hashtag, this is not Disney. Like, <laughs> That's like just it became. Yep. <laughs> Yep, it became a thing. Now, yeah. granted, I, I like, I personally really like Universal. I know Jen does too. Um, Heather went be, because she needed to go because she's a travel agent. I don't know how much Universal you actually sell or how much you even want to sell, but you know, for the Universal head honchos that are listening out there, you, you've got you've got sixty seven percent of this podcast in favor of you, and that's pretty good. Two out of Meatloaf. <laughs> He's said just it best. throwing you under the bus. It's Meatloaf fine. said it. Two out of three right. ain't bad. So you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're in good shape there. <laughs> It's fine. No, I mean, I do love people. You're a universal person or you're a Disney person. And like my, my oldest daughter, she loves Harry Potter and like, we're going back. I'm taking her for her birthday. Like that's what she wants to do. And I, the one thing that is very true about me is Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. Aladdin is my second. But Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. So like when we were in the thing, like, do you guys want to meet Blue or like get me on Velocicoaster, which I'm a little bit uh, skeptical about now, because have you guys like watched like the videos on how that the bar comes over you, but it's just a lap bar. And I'm like, I need the harness to like make myself feel secure. Okay. I've heard that from a few people. I mean, I'll still remember, (laughs) but yeah. So I'm like a huge Jurassic Park fan. So like, that is like, that's my thing. I love it. I, I'm like the one person at Disney that's like, put me on the dinosaur ride because it's like dinosaurs. And it's like the closest thing I can get to Jurassic Park. Um, but mm, other than not that, like that ride. <laughs> other than that, like I, I'll see Harry Potter and then I'll see Jurassic Park and, and then I'm out. And then you but, hop the shuttle and you go back to Disney where you belong. Yes. <laughs> well, and I, and I, I will say this, that, um, 
when we got back, and I think I told y'all this, when we got back to to the parks, to, to Disney, to home, basically. Yeah. As I, because I couldn't go to Magic Kingdom with you guys because the park passes and such. So I went to Animal Kingdom, and and when I walked in, even just walking in the parking lot, I was like, this just, this feels, mm-hmm. this feels right. This just, this, this is better. This is, I don't know. <laughs> I liked, I liked Universal. It was great. It was wonderful. I love talking about it, but just something about just feeling this is where I need to be. And, you know, I'm walking over there. This is my home. I belong to my home. Yeah. <laughs> so Heather, you have got quite a story. Um, I know with your, with your two yeah. daughters that we've talked about before on the show. And I know that Disney is a huge, huge part of, uh, of your life and your daughter's lives and everything, how you've ingrained mm-hmm. it in there. And I, I think your story is magic. I really do. I believe your story yeah, is complete is. magic. And I like, I'm adopted as well. So I kind of, I get that, that adoption sentiment feel. Jen's normal. She just can't relate, but <laughs> it's such a rarity. There's so many agents in our, in our like agencies yeah. that, have, that are adopted or have like a story related to adoption. Absolutely. So Jen is like the black sheep in the situation well, that's because jen went recruiting in an orphanage and she looked for records she's like so who might be 19, 20 to 30 right about now let's go can, can i call them and so yeah i i don't know this that's just her tactics it's the way she does things so i i can't believe myself sometimes i can't even believe my motivations so heather if you want to i would love for you to tell the audience just a little bit about your story and you know um, i try not to cry while i tell it that's usually what happens. But actually, I'm so used to telling it now because I am really involved in the adoption community now that like, I mean, that is like part of my life now, like other than Disney, um, I mentor like because I'm a single mom, I mentor other single moms, like in terms of doing adoption. And um, I'm part of like a social media group Mm -hmm. that promotes for like adoption grants and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But I knew at a very young age at the age of 15, and it kind of comes full circle. um, I turned to my parents, it was like one summer and when I was 15, and I saw this little girl and she was like playing like softball on a field and she came like running off the field and she was the cutest thing ever and i was like expecting like these little asian parents and like oh she's so cute and she had american parents and i was like that's what i'm gonna do when i'm older and i told my parents that and you know you're thinking like your kids like oh and like as it turns out like as i whenever like people ask me my story now, that wasn't me saying that, that was something like higher, like telling me like, that's what I'm going to do. So then fast forward 20 years later, I mean, that was when I was 15, when I was 35, I adopted my first daughter, Uh um, Kyliana from China. Uh, I started the process when in 2012, we were in Disneyland and Jen, I don't know if you know this. I don't think I know that. I haven't been back since that day so we mm -hmm, we went to disneyland because my aunt lives out there Mm -hmm. and we went to disneyland and uh we were walking down main street and i just like was completely overcome with emotion and like i had known that i wanted to do it and i was just Mm -hmm. really gonna push through and just like tell my parents like i'm doing this and i know that this is like not your normal because i'm not married but like this is something i really want to do and i told them in the middle of disneyland and i told my mother and my dad i will not step foot back in a disney park until my daughter is home wow and i gave disney up which i know is going to be so hard for the two of you to believe like every four weeks i literally gave it up until 2015. Wow. I did not because I couldn't go back and have all of that emotion 
not being able to share it with my child. And at that time, like, so we were there in 2012, in April of 2012. And I told my parents that, and she was born, um, I think it was like April, April 2nd. And she was born two months later, like halfway across the world in China. And then it took an additional three years for us to get matched. So of course I was like, once I was matched with her, I was like planning her first Disney trip. Like it's all oh, like, yeah. because I needed to get back there. And then I needed to take her back there. Um, and then we went, uh, my daughter is, you have to adopt from special needs in China. My daughter is a limb differential child and she's amazing. So she had a bunch of surgeries the whole first year that she was home. We took her in September of 2016. Um, we rang in her 11th month, like gotcha day. You know how like people always take pictures of those babies with the 11th, like the one month, two month, right. three month stickers. So I did that with her because both of my girls were three and a half when I adopted them. They were not babies. So mm -hmm. I wanted to like show them how they changed in the year that I had them. So we celebrated like 11 months in Disney 2016, like come home. Moana comes out in the theaters in like what? Like November. And I am bawling, like bawling in the theater at the song, how far I'll go. Mm -hmm. because I knew that I had to do it again. Like, and there was something that was like resonating with me. Like I have to do it again. So then, mm -hmm. you know, I like call my parents into a room <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do this again. And my dad's like, you're nuts. Like <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> I'm not going back. Like that's, it's the longest plane ride ever, but it is. Um, so then we started the process, um, for Calissa in 2017, it took two years to get matched with her. And then I got matched with her in August of 2019. And then there's a long story about how long it took her to get home. And then we were one of the last families that traveled before they shut down the, um, international adoption between America and China because of COVID. And we got home, uh, the day before Christmas. And I got Kylie on my birthday and I got Callista for Christmas. So it's like presents. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So of course it worked out, hence the Moana mom, which I'm only, I'm very happy this didn't take an additional year because you would have been the Wreck-It Ralph mom because that's the movie that came out after Moana. <laughs> I just don't, or the, you know, or the Big Hero 6 mom, I guess might've worked, but it just doesn't have the I, same effect mm -hmm. as Moana mom, you know. And those, Callista's adoption process was really tough on me emotionally. I literally was yeah. the Wreck-It Ralph mom, like during her process. <laughs> well, I remember I mean, you that. all witnessed it. Yeah, uh, but understandably so. It was amazing how tenacious you had to be and- it worked out. Yeah. I, like I came into the agency right as that was happening. The second, second mm -hmm. go around and Jen messaged me. She was like, do you, you know, we're collecting money for Heather. Do you want to give some? Sure. Who's Heather? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, so, he was like, I'm in. She's in our agency. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Cause I want, I'm new here and I want people to like me. So, all right, here, take, take my money. He didn't yeah. care about you at all. He just no. wanted you to like him. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then I'm asking her later. I'm like, so how's H Helena? What, who? What's your, oh, Heather. Yeah. How's Heather? How, how's she doing? <laughs> Helena, <laughs> really? <laughs> I remember her name. I don't know, but <laughs> oh no. So I came into the tail end of it, but of course I got you know bits and pieces of it, and kind of put it together, and it was just a joy to meet you finally, and you know hear some of your story and everything, which I think is really cool, and and um, and I love it because I mean you really are, you are exactly what Disney wants when it comes to Disney fan. I mean, 
yeah. you know, I know that I know that it's hard to pick out Disney fans across the country because there are so many of them. But if Disney was going to do like you, I see them doing influencers and everything, and you know that they're paying somebody to go to the parks, and you mm-hmm. you see their their mm-hmm. media stuff later on. It has nothing to do with Disney, and you're like, really, you're right. giving this person money to do really. Give Heather money. She'll come like to the park. She so don't even don't even pay her. She'll just come for free. And yeah, do, that's you know. just it, though. Like yeah. I literally, I, it's my life, and it yeah. it just makes me so happy. And if my girls are like firm believers in it too. Like yeah. I mean, it was I the first time I was at the park was whenever I was four, and I like truly took into like heart, like that whole like if you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah, and it and it's just. I believed it. And Mm -hmm. I like, and what really did it in Disneyland is, you know how you, they have that bench, the bench where Walt sat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like when he was like watching his girls, we were coming out past the, we were coming out from Lincoln. It used to be in that hallway. I don't know where it is now. Um, And it was in the hallway. And I was like, that's Mm -hmm. it. In fact, the picture that um, hung over top of that bench. I remember that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have, I'm like a big Disney art fan. Like it's my one, it's an expensive hobby. It like, I was like, I need that Before in that. the house because I just like stood it there and like looked and like he was walking out of a castle that was his dream. And I was like, that's it. Like he built Disneyland. It turned into something so much more like I'm going to be a mom and I don't care what it takes to get it. Yep. And I did it. Yeah, I love I love Disney history. I'm a big Disney mm-hmm. history buff, and I love I, I like I like learning about Walt Disney World history more than anything else because that's my park. That's the one I you know I really mm-hmm. love, and you know just knowing that he wanted the castle built first so all the construction workers could see it as yes. they were working to be inspired just by the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found today I was looking through some pictures looking for because Disneyland Hotel is opening again July second, which you know, get to that news, but yeah, opening in July second. So I was looking for pictures of the Disneyland Hotel that I took a couple of years ago to kind of post hey it's an announcement and yeah. I came across my picture of me standing in Walt's apartment because I took the tour um, a couple of years ago and it's just I I remember how incredible that was because that's I mean you're really just well I mean it's (laughs) on on its surface it's a guy who who helped spearhead a theme park and you get Mm -hmm. that but walking down Disneyland Main Street knowing okay Walt Mm -hmm. walked here these are his footsteps and walking in that apartment you know and some of the things have been replaced the carpet of obviously has been replaced some of the furniture and reupholstered things like that but there are things in that apartment that are still there the waffle I think it's a waffle iron that's mm-hmm. the original waffle iron. The cord is all frayed, and and the cast member was like, "Yeah, you never want to plug that in. Don't ever plug that in." <laughs> but it's got like scratches on it and stuff because that's where Walt was scraping stuff off of you know, off the pancakes for the kids, you know, and how he would walk out and give orange juice and pastries to the construction workers from his apartment and and you know above the fire station and just mm-hmm. being in that room, it's this sense of like, this is this is history, but this is yeah. this is the definition of magic. I mean, this is Absolutely. like where magic was born is right here. And so, yeah, it's just something you just it's feel so and right. you just get it. And some people don't get it. And that's okay because not everybody has to get the magic and understand it. Some people just want to go and ride roller coasters and be done with it. But, um, and that's something to Heather's point, you just don't get at Universal because there's no history there for anybody. Uh, I mean, yes, there are old rides, especially like you know, the E.T. ride and things like that, that are universal. That <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, I was going to keep going with it, but, you know, but uh, no, there are there are a few older rides and stuff that have some nostalgia factor to it, but there's no history there. Mm-hmm. You don't go to Universal and walk around and go, this is where, I don't even know who, you, who founded Universal. I have no idea who founded Walt. it. Nobody knows who founded Universal. No. Nobody has a clue. I just know um, they stole Oswald. 
Yeah, they, they a- did. <laughs> they did, but Disney got it back in a very right. interesting story. Well, we'll we'll need to do that. Maybe we'll do we that, should on, do that on, on, a, on a what if show or an a, a yeah, Q&A show or whatever. We'll talk about what yeah, happened. We should. John Madden, Al Michaels, and Oswald at NBC Sports. That's an, an interesting story all the way around. But uh, but no, I, I completely understand it. I get the magic. And so mm-hmm. um, that's I think that's beautiful. I think it's an incredible story. Yeah. I love it. And I I don't know if we're failing to acknowledge, but like one of Walt's daughters is adopted. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Her, the that is very true. One. Was it Sharon? Sharon. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Sharon was adopted. Sharon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's a, and I think that's a beautiful story too. That that if you, I mean, again, that's one for a Disney history episode. But I think that it's important to know that. And she was very involved up until her death. All right. So, and another thing, another great thing about some of your stories is the fact you've been to Shanghai Disney. The fact, I, like, I've never been there. I've seen the pictures, and I know mm-hmm. that you have raved about Shanghai Disney. I'm surprised Jen hasn't been there, like, three or four times a year because every other week she's going on a trip. And, uh, you know, how you're not at Shanghai That's right now. That's halfway around the world, yeah, literally. Well, I know, but the, so that would take up two weeks of your of, of your trip time. Yeah, I mean, but no, how, did you, how did you end up going to Shanghai Disney, Heather? So uh, during my daughter's second, uh, my younger daughter's adoption, I said, we're going early, and I'm going to Shanghai. Because when we had left with Kylie's adoption in 2015, we had left from Hong Kong and they had like one of those little pamphlets because we Mm -hmm. stayed at the hotel that was like right next to the airport. And they were like, it was like Hong Kong Disney. And I was like, wait a minute, I can see Mickey before we go home. And my dad was like, please just get on the plane and let us get home. (laughs) So then when I said we were doing it again, I was like, we are going and like, I'm going to Shanghai. I don't care about Hong Kong so much because Mm -hmm. like, we can do that. You can do it in a day. But I was like, I need to see Shanghai because when we were there, it, it wasn't open. So it was being they built, still. building it. So, and it was, so, and I was like, it's only three years old and contrast to what everybody says. Like, what, do you remember? Like whenever it opened, people were like, I oh do. my gosh, the park is like dirty. Yes. That park is immaculate. Mm. It is wow. everything that, um, Imagineers have the capability to do here in these parks. And I know everybody's super pumped about Tron. In fact, like I posted a video on our YouTube channel today for like throwback Thursday. It was like the time we rode Tron and everybody's super excited about it, but Shanghai pirates, I got (laughs) off of that ride and I was bawling. Now let it be known that I am a Disney crier. Anything can get me emotional. I can see like a mom (laughs) holding her little girl and I'll be like bawling. I cry with my girls, all that stuff. But I was bawling because if that is what Imagineering can do, like we, Mm -hmm. our parks are limitless. Like it is hands down and everybody's like rise of the resistance is the greatest ride ever. It is not. And I just got my mom on rise of the resistance this past trip. when we were just there a couple of weeks ago and she was like, Oh my gosh, it was great. The Imagineering that's in it. And she's like me, I've never seen star Wars. Neither is my mom. My kids are super into it. And I'm just like, I am a Marvel mom. Like I, I don't have the time to dedicate to it. Give me all the Marvel. I'm good. Um, and I said to my mom, now my question is, was it better than Shanghai Pirate? And she was like, absolutely not. It it's, mind-blowing and their rides wow. there um their peter pan is better than ours their winnie the pooh well, our peter pan is nostalgic but yeah it is nostalgic yeah. but even if Oops. they came this if if they kept the same ride track mm-hmm. it, could be, it could be phenomenal the park is amazing so 2023 which all the agents know because i've like yeah. said it for a long time 2023 we are going back and we're going for 10 days and we are going to do shanghai 
Hong Kong and we are ending up in Tokyo. Like I'm doing Tokyo mm. Disney. So I wanted to do Tokyo forever. Get like, just hit up upon a star travel because like we're doing it. And it's like, not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and I'm going to need an advance whole... on commission for that. It's just FYI. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to have to talk about pay and scale and such. Just to, Exactly, uh, right? But their <laughs> hotel, the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, is um, everything that the Grand Floridian should try to be. Oh, it's, it's the standard. In fact, the reason that I love Riviera so much is like when we walked in, whenever Riviera was first done, yeah, it smells like the Shanghai Disney <gasps> Hotel. And you know how those windows are? Yes. So out into the courtyard. Yes. They did that. It's a smaller version of how Shanghai looks out, like only where those pictures, where those windows oh, okay. are. You look out into the park, you just see the castle across the lake. So that's um, where we're staying, right? Mm-hmm. So, All right. It's You're speaking Jen's language, by the way. Like, I mean, you said she, better than the Grand Floridian. Her, she perked up. She's like, what? What? See, I love the Riviera too, though. I mean, see, and for me at the, at the Grand, it's the villas, which the villas are what the rest of the Grand should be. Yeah, I, you know this. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I think the Grand is overrated and I don't. I like know you it. think it that. is. But I say at the it villas is. and the villas are not overrated. How mm-hmm. is Shanghai's version of all-star sports? Do they have that? Oh my god! They gosh. have a Toy Story hotel in that See? one for all-star sports. There you go. That's where uh-huh. I would stay because being All the boy, the I have to have like, pay for the hotel by myself. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the hallways have like lime green lighting, like you're the aliens. Um, oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're, we're going to stay at the Shanghai Disneyland hotel. Um, yeah, that has to happen. I mean, and we were talking about the Disneyland hotel earlier and I love the Disneyland hotel, like California yeah, Disneyland hotel. I, I think that one's amazing. I 100%. Is there, is there anything it. that Walt Disney world carries better than Shanghai? Like, can you think that, mm, you know, I kind of like Disney world's a little bit better than this one. Well, in Shanghai, they do not have, <laughs> you, you know what I'm going to say. They do not have a haunted mansion. mansion. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> They're not. They but have Hong something Kong, else. Hong Kong have Phantom it, Manor, Hong don't they? Kong has Mystic Manor, Mystic but Manor, okay. it is not the same thing because Phantom Manor's culture yeah, right. views mm-hmm. death and things differently than our culture right. here. You right. also right. don't see things um, in like groups of four and stuff in China. It's mm-hmm. very fascinating. And I have to say that like every, both times that we've been to China and we were there for two and a half. two and a half weeks the first Mm -hmm. time and we were there for three and a half weeks practically almost a month the second time yeah you were gonna love it the people are so nice they're they're so nice but um like i want to go back i i think about it all the time So I'm thinking, Jen, episode like 165 of the Main Street Logical Podcast, straight from Shanghai, because that's kind of would be where we are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Broadcasting live from the from the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. So Heather, will you be our guest on that episode? Yes. I will do it. Because she'll be like, can't believe you haven't asked me the ringleader of the circus. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the ringleader on that trip, just like I'm going to be the ringleader for the 50th anniversary. You are the ringleader for the 50th anniversary. You already got a reputation for that, by the way. Everybody's Mm -hmm. like several people have said they're just going to follow your lead. Whatever you tell them to do, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So. And uh, of course, you you know, I'm not getting up at three. I was going to say Jen's excited because we're going to save her place in line. It's fine. With our blow up chairs. With our blow up chairs. Chairs. Blow up chairs. Let, it, let it be marked on record right now that this podcast right here is the first one that had the ideas with it because Boom. I literally yep. had a countdown in my phone mm-hmm. for three and a half years. 
I've seen it. The day that I could call in and then I didn't even post it in the agent page until I already had my room. And I was like, you did, by the way, I already have my room go at it. And then everybody was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so then I was like, and, and we're doing blow up chairs and we can just throw them away whenever we're done. See, told you. Because I'm not going to sit outside of the security gate for six hours, like, and just stand there. I'm going to sit in a blow Listen, up chair. Uh, we did it immediately so that we get our park passes. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And they're like, all I'm sold out. Saying. Magic Kingdom uh-huh. sold out. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so I, I, I should say we had to get the reservations first because that was pre-COVID. Right. And then, right. Mm-hmm. but then whenever the park. Well, passes, and because like, they shut the reservations <gasps> down for a while. Yeah. And then you could you get couldn't anything. Get it. We were all yes. worried they were going to empty everything mm-hmm. out and start again. We were like, no, don't make us start from scratch. Don't make And then travel agent rates came out. So we were able to get some of those. And so that helped. But so I actually have two reservations. I have Pop Century and Caribbean. Caribbean's cheaper than pop, but I'm waiting to see if any fall discounts come out that makes pop cheaper than Caribbean. So, you know, I'll just keep whichever one is, is cheaper. Um, David because, Dollar, you should take this out because you know it's illegal to have two reservations. I don't know what you're talking about. We're editing that all together. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody but Marcy listens that. to this What are you podcast. talking about? Like, yeah. Exactly. Well, one's for me and one's for Stephanie. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. And oh, Marcy's okay. not going to care because she loves this. If you did this, Jen, she might tell on you, but she's not going to tell on me because oh I love Aladdin's magic carpet. And that's why Marcy. You know does. what? I feel like I get so much shade for stuff I don't say. Probably. <laughs> Which is also what I want to apologize last week for Jen making the little comment uh, kind of as an aside. I misspeak. And it <laughs> came out and, you know, it was a it was a little blurb and we, we kept it in because it was really funny. So if anybody was offended, um, oh I apologize on behalf of Jen. We're a team. We're a team. So we take the blame together. Um, you know, if we kick, the, we take the praise together. We take the blame together. So as a team, um, just just saying, I do apologize if anybody was offended by that. I left it wow. in because it was funny. But at, you know, looking back, it I'm was like, about Ugh. me, and I found it funny. So yeah, well, there you go. Whatever. Very, very good. So <laughs> we're gonna play a little game here. Um, that I thought oh, was kind gosh. of fun, and it's called Stop, Start, Continue. And the origins this this actually is I used to work at Starbucks, and we had some of our reviews actually as managers is they would do stop, start, continue. They would ask us what we wanted to stop, start and continue in the store. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's talk about Disney with this. And I'm going to bring up several categories of, of Disney stuff. And we're going to say what we would like Disney to stop doing, what okay. we really would like them to start doing. And Hey, Disney, great job. Please continue doing this. And so the first category is Disney tech that involves magic bands, that involves my mobile magic, whatever, whatever, that involves a website, any kind of tech, tech stuff, stuff, um, Disney tech. Jen, what would, what would you like for Disney to maybe stop doing? Oh, well, <laughs> I would like that. one. <laughs> <laughs> Just one thing. Okay. Uh, I'd like to stop rolling out new things before we fix the old thing. Oh, I love that. That's a good answer. That's a good Amen answer. to that. Mm-hmm. I'll answer. just leave there. That's actually what I was going to say is, you know, <laughs> let's let's fix everything first. Make sure everything's running smoothly before we start rolling out new things. Hello, Jeannie. Uh, whether that's coming or not, we don't know. But uh, yeah, Heather, what would you like Disney Tech maybe to stop doing? The new thing with the phones for everything. Mm-hmm. I am like so, as a Disney fan, irate about because when you go to Disney, whether you're sending clients or whether you're going yourself, the one thing that you do not need to have with you, and especially now if there's no fast passes, you do not have to pull that phone out because you could just scan your magic band. You have your memory maker. Someone's taking your photos. You know, you're riding rides and you are basically engulfed in the story that is Disney World, Disneyland, anything. Now it's, 
Um, you're going to have to have your phone for your ticket. You're going to have to do whatever. And let me tell you where that's going to be a problem. People are going to be standing in line like this. Mm-hmm. People are going to be standing in line doing all kinds of stuff now, and they are going to be missing the magic. And I think that a lot of parents go to Disney because they need to check out. Like we all need to check out like off of your cell phones, like away from your work, mm-hmm. nothing, just be a family. And then constantly having that, if a text message comes through, you're automatically going to be like, oh, well, I just have to answer it. Right. I'm, I'm against it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm all about like, please just like leave the magic bands and or the plastic tickets. I don't care, but like, do not tell people to keep bringing their phones out. Like it's, they're going to miss so much of the magic mm-hmm. that's around. That's what I would say that I want Disney to start doing is start looking at and making it more accessible to have a choice. If you want to use your phone, okay, that's fine. But make it just as easy to use a card or use a magic band versus we kind of want you to use your phone for everything. But if you don't, that's okay. But please, you know, when we went this past time, because I have my ticket on my phone, I found how to do Apple Wallet, even though uh, Jen told me I should already have it. You know, we found it and uh, I had to use it for the ticket and like I had, I went to use it three or four different times. And each time I felt like I was holding my phone a different way. First, it was like straight up and then it was like flat. And then it was like, I was waving. I mean, just based on what the customer was telling me. So there was no clear direction on put your phone here and this is how it should work. And so when I would go to the next park, I would try to do it the same way and like, no, turn your phone this way. Well, that's not how I did it earlier. Well, that's how you should have done it. Well, that's now how I did it. And so, yeah, I would love for them to start making it more clear and start basically giving giving the people another chance to other other options to use your tickets and stuff jen what do you want to see disney start doing when it comes to tech oh okay so when it comes to tech and i got to think about how to properly word it but i i think and heather you can jump in too if you yeah 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 i mean this this one i think is a little bit this is a little bit harder to answer um, well, the Bobs are listening, I'm sure. So I'm hoping oh, they're going to. Josh is listening. I want yeah, Josh. Yeah, the Josh, Josh would be listening. Well, they're going to play this episode um, uh, over like one of the conference calls amongst all the executives, and it's what's going to happen. So we're and talking then everyone's going to listen to this. Exactly. Um, Alexa, yeah, play your mainstream listeners podcast. Need to know, like mm-hmm. me and Josh, BFFs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his biggest fan in the entire world. You you are his yeah. biggest fan. Like just just as an aside. Yeah, here, side you, note. You I are. remember when he was like coming up, and I was like, "Listen, this is someone you have to watch." And nobody knew who he was, and I was like, "He is the future of Disney." He you have said Walt. this for years. He is the Walt of our generation, yes. and everybody thought I was nuts. And now he just keeps moving up, and everybody's like, "Well, you oh were my saying gosh, to I us, <laughs> you were saying to us that you believe that Josh is our future. Teach us well, let him lead the way, and he would show us all the beauty he had inside." Yep. Giving just us like a that. sense of magical pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, did you did you think of what you were going to say? How you wanted to word it without sounding offensive? Well, ish. Other than other than when I was laughing, um, I, I want them to start thinking about a slightly different rollout process for for things because I feel like in a lot of cases it's like okay, well, this is coming. Okay, and now it's here, but the the kinks aren't fully worked out yet. I I want them to start maybe having like smaller testing pots. Does that make sense? That would make total sense because I think one of the, I feel like they should have learned their lesson with when they rolled out FastPass Plus in 2013 because that was a debacle and they went Mm -hmm. like something Mm -hmm. like a billion and a half, a billion with a B over budget on that. And the guy Mm -hmm. that was in charge of the program got fired and it was just, it was a, it was a disaster rolling out. And eventually it worked itself out. Mm -hmm. And then of course, after it worked itself out, COVID hit and they are looking to possibly, possibly replace it. We don't know anything. Mm -hmm. It's just a guess. Um, But I feel like they should have learned something from then in terms of, 
and I know at some point you just have to roll it out and hope for the best and see what for happens. For sure. And there's always going to be kinks. You know. I get that. But I, I just feel like sometimes stuff rolls out before it's necessarily yeah. ready. Like universal. And not that it's not a good idea. Like it's like, oh, this is a great right. idea, but it's just not. Universal, we expect their stuff to break as soon as they they because that's what happens. They open up rides and it doesn't work for like <laughs> six months work. before you know, whatever because they want to get it out there so fast. And now it's like, okay, right. Hagrid, it's all gonna be running every Tuesday and Thursday from ten to one every day, except uh, for it's not. Uh, except for when it doesn't Disney, open at all. Disney does not have that reputation except for Disney Tech. Except that's tech. the one reputation that Disney has. So now let's talk a little bit about continuing. What do we want to see them continue to do for, for Disney? Um, and, and with my, for me, for Disney, I wanted to see them continuing to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. I think some of the stuff they've done, Fast Pass Plus is, inc- to me, is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the rollout wasn't great. Maybe the, the execution wasn't great, but the, the, the plus itself was great. Mm-hmm. Max Pass Plus, I think, in California mm-hmm. is a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know that mm-hmm. I agree being $15 a day per person for Disney World because when people are staying five Mm-mm. or six days, family Mm-mm. five or six, that's going to be expensive. But I think it's a great idea. I think they've got a lot of great ideas, and I want mm-hmm. them to continue to innovate like that. Don't feel like when, when we're complaining about Disney Tech not working that we want to shut it down and go back to a black screen with orange letters and – you know, we're, we're pull, pulling up Prodigy and logging onto AOL, you know, whatever, green letters, orange letters, whatever. I want I want them to continue to innovate. Just be a little more cautious on how they roll things out, maybe. I don't know. Heather, what do you think? I, I so I am, I am tech. <laughs> we, we all know this. I, I am tech at the agency. You are tech at the agency. I, I am tech at the agency. Um, My whole thing is, is that they come up with these whole processes or ideas. And then, so example, like you brought up the genie thing that never rolled out. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it will ever really. And in fairness, it was going to, it was supposed to roll out October of like 2020, like the fall when COVID hit and changed. And then you've still not heard anything about it. And I mean, that could be because of like budget cuts and everything like that because of COVID. But my whole thing is like, it kind of, I think goes back to your last question. Like, can we please figure out what is working? Because, you know, the magic bands and the whole fast pass plus was such a disaster whenever it first rolled out and then it started working, but then, you know, how many times were you on a ride or even coming into the park and like your magic band wouldn't work. And like, Mm -hmm. you're saying right now with the phone, like, couldn't we have made that work before we were just like, oh no, wait, we're just going to get rid of that technology. We're going to try something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I, cause I know they want to get things ready for the 50th, but at some point you have to go, you know what? It sucks, but there are certain things that'll just not be ready for the 50th. Correct. Let's put our attention on these things over here and we'll do the rollout next mm-hmm. year after the 50th, uh-huh. maybe for Epcot's 40th, we'll do something big when you know, introduce mm-hmm. something. Um, and I get that with the phones and stuff, but I felt like magic bands could have been around another year or so mm-hmm. because easily, you know, it's, I don't, and, and again, I don't know how hard it is to produce. I don't know if it's a big budget thing that they're just cutting them or they just want to get rid of the program altogether, but well, I'm fine with yeah. it being paid. Honestly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like I, whatever. I'm fine with that. I mean, they're $5 you, for the color bands, but do you think to be honest, if they didn't just factor it in and increase the price of a package, the people wouldn't pay it. People are still paying it. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I still have a lot of clients mm-hmm. who. So pay why it. not just factor it in and say like, hey, it's an extra fifty or sixty dollars or eighty dollars, like to have your magic band, but it's all included in the package. Like, not the, not that 
the ones that are like fifty dollars that are limited right. edition. I, I will oh. never understand that. <laughs> well, that's different. I mean, I will never yeah. understand it. But like, charge them ten or fifteen dollars to like have them, but keep them around because people people do love like bombs, especially. Well, they are yeah. staying around. I mean, it's yeah. not like they're and going in. The basic colors are five dollars. I mean, like you mm-hmm. can get a basic magic band for five bucks. Right. Yeah. I have a lot of people so, who want to do that for their kids yeah. so that they can, you know. And as, like, I've, I've yeah. even given gift cards to certain families to say, here, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get your magic bands for you. Here's a twenty dollar gift card for Correct. a family of four. Get your magic bands, um, which is you know a fun little gift there. And so they're not that expensive unless you want to do the fancy ones like the Marvel mm-hmm. or the ET or the whatever. The ET. Did you just say that? I don't know why you hate me, David. <laughs> we love each other. <laughs> so for the audience, um, Heather does not like ET. We won't go into detail, but she is not a fan of that character. And when I say not a fan, like as in like she, she's terrified. Hates, she's, ter- she, yeah, she's terrified. She hates ET altogether. So just there's a visceral reaction when I bring up ET, and I do it for fun because to watch her flinch and go, oh, you know. So that's why I said. So would you like just, to play stop, start, continue with Dave? Like, what do you wish Dave would stop, start, and continue? I just just tagged <laughs> me on Instagram the other day for it, and I was just like, like we're not friends anymore. <laughs> stop mentioning ET. Start not mentioning ET, and please continue not mentioning ET. <laughs> that actually is probably a lot of the reason that I'm not the biggest fan of universal because that wretched because of ET. it is over in the corner it is kind of tucked out of the waist you kind of have to but look there is merchandise yeah i mean true. the merchandise is in i the bought stores. a i bought a universal shirt and i actually told yes, heather did. before i pulled it out of the bag i'm like it's got an et on the corner i'm sorry i'm forewarning you that i'm wearing it tomorrow i'll hug you on the other side of me just fyi and that and she kind of looked at it and she flinched a little i'm like i'm, I'm letting you know ahead of time and i stayed away from you that second day yeah. Yeah, 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 she yeah. really did. Really sad. That's fair. That's um, well, I would like to uh, continue to innovate. I'm going to agree with Dave. That's actually the first word that came to my head, and then you stole right. it. But that's yeah. fine. Well, you're welcome. Uh, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about Disney dining. Yay. Disney dining as a whole, table service, Ooh. signature dining, counter service, whatever. Uh, what do we want to stop Disney from doing? Disney, stop. you should stop with certain dining, dining, dining. Oh, well. I mean, I only eat at the places I like. So <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. Right, we need to yeah. stop. You know how, like, right now, Liberty Tree Tavern—they have the overflow going into Diamond Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so let's just stop at Disney and don't bring Diamond Horseshoe back. Okay. I can do that. All right. <clears throat> I like that. I get. Don't bring that. it back. And it doesn't have to be Liberty Tree. It can be something else. But like, let's just stop it and not bring it back. Well, I would like to see them stop. And again, this goes back to what we talked about before, relying so much on mobile ordering. Mobile ordering is great. Mm-hmm. But I am a person who likes to walk up to the counter. I like to walk, and maybe this will all come back with, with COVID loosening, restrictions mm-hmm. loosening, but I like walking up to the counter. And I like ordering my food and walking up and getting the little getting the food there, having a receipt torn and hmm. stuff. I don't mind that at all. I don't. I actually like that. I like the face-to-face oh, see, interaction. I don't like that at I all. I like <laughs> asking my questions. Okay, so I'm getting the burger, and can I actually substitute the cookie for blah, blah, blah. I like that versus... You know, I've got, and could you but have I a gift card? My app. If you have a gift card, that's really hard to work with on your, on your okay. app. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. That's and true. so, you know, you order your food and then you have to wait for it. And then you get your food. You have to go find a place to sit. I like, I, I like the old days where the family goes find us a table real quick and I go get our food and bring it back. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I just, I just am. I don't mind doing that at all. Flame Tree Barbecue is a great example. I like ordering the food while the family goes to by the water at the table, bring the food. And you know what? If you don't want people sitting there without eating, have some cast members out there kind of monitoring. If they see a family mm-hmm. sitting there for longer than 10 minutes and are you waiting on somebody? No, get out. Or, you know, hey, would you mind leaving? You say it either way. I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to say like, get out. Probably not. Probably. <laughs> but uh, pretty sure. But yeah. So so that's my my stop on, on Disney dining. Any any thoughts? 
on uh, I don't know that I have a stop on on Disney dining. I mean, because I like again, I go where I like. You like what I like. So yeah. <laughs> like I like what I like and I go where I like. So if I was able to stop something, I just don't go to that place. Um so I don't think I I'd like I'd like to stop having capacity limits right now, but that's not really in their control. So that would be nice. What about Disney dining for starting? What would you like to see them start doing? Start. I. I think I might like to. Well, actually, they're already doing it, but it was because of COVID. I kind of wanted the buffets to turn into family style even before this. I wanted to start more like family style Mm -hmm. versus buffets. And like then COVID did that. So they kind of did. I'd like them to continue keeping <laughs> the, the buffets <laughs> as family style because that's, I just, I'm a fan of that. They need to start bringing back all the rest of the characters. Yes. Yes. They yeah. have to. I mean, whether it's socially distanced or not, they have to bring them back because mm-hmm. people, people are ready. Like they They're want, ready. they want to dine with the stepsisters. They mm-hmm. want yes. to be a well, I mean, Tusker House will open, but like they want to be at Artist Point. Mm-hmm. They want to see mm-hmm. the Evil Queen. Like they, yeah. people are ready. They and need it's bring- fine. I think it's fine if they're distanced, like you exactly. Said. Mm-hmm. But just bring it back and and get those workers like back to work. They want absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them start doing what we did years and years ago, and that was dining at midnight. Because, and I don't know that maybe we can do that again. I don't know if it's just, it will work this way. But back in the day. You did fast pass. Well, for me, I'm I'm Central Time. We did fast passes at eleven o'clock and dining at midnight, and it was perfect because I stayed up as long as I needed to stay up and get what I needed to get, and I could go to bed and not have to get up at six in the morning. And now, of course, for me, dining's at five. Fast passes are at six, so you know, depending on what's going on, I have to stay up that whole hour. Obviously, not now with fast passes, but limited capacity hurts. Eastern Time at six and seven. Yeah, exactly. And so (laughs) I like I like doing it at night. I'm just a night owl, like like Heather is. Uh, and I enjoyed sitting there from the computer at 1045 at night and having everything ready and laid out. And, you know, the kids in bed have long asleep and the wife's about to go to bed. I'm here. I got my computers and I'm 445 in the morning. It's hard. You got to wake up. You got to get two computers mm-hmm. going and iPad going and you're like drowsy and trying to wake up and you're looking at the clock and you're like, crap, I slept too late. Now it's 557. I gotta, I, I would love for them to start doing that again where they had the midnight. I don't know that they ever will. They probably won't just to mm-hmm. make me angry. But yeah, that would, that would be, that would be great. What do we want to see Disney Dining continue to do? Continue. Mm-hmm. I do like that they continue to bring out new and different food offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to all them also to continue with my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, LaSalle cheese soup. Like don't ever change that. Like you need to continue no. having that. Yeah. To bring to- back, can, to bring back the original menus. Mm, the good menu. Yeah, and don't cater to the people who freak out because you can't get a hot dog at Skipper's Canteen. You know what? Go to Cosmo oh Craze. Gosh. Go to yeah, Cosmo like Craze. it's quick service. If you want a hot Fine. dog, go to Casey's Corner. Exactly. We don't need chicken you know. nuggets at every restaurant, like on the adult menu. On the adult <laughs> menu. Right. <laughs> right. When Ronto's Roasters opened up over in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, they had to change the menu because people didn't know what they were ordering. And so then they went to like basic food and people got mad because they're like, you're taking away the character, the, the, the style like, of food. you could just and like so put now a description. Like, and, well, now that's what they have. They have whatever the, the yip, the tip yip. And then under it, small brand, it's like, you know, steak, whatever, whatever. Um, I want them to start bringing the dining plan back. That's what I yes. really want to happen. And that's not just yes. as an agent. That's also as a Disney goer and a Disney fan. Uh, I Big think time. it's, 
So many people love it. And whether it's worth it or not, it's a completely different discussion. Depending on what you do, it is. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But I think it's an option that families mm-hmm. love. And Absolutely. even for us, it was probably more money. We probably paid out more money for the dining plan than we would if we just bought dinners in the parks. But to have everything paid for ahead of time, you're right. done with it. It was so great. Oh, I so made out really, like a bandit on Disney dining plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're the signature dining Back in the too. day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody gets their own entree, their own appetizer. Oh, I remember I went in 2007. We got the dining plan for the first time. Oh, my gosh. That was like. Gratuity included. Yes. Appetizers included. Entree, oh. dessert, dessert, drink. Oh. And the, it was only it, like $55 for an adult. It was so cheap. It was, it was like 20 bucks for it kids. Was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. The Cellier was one credit. It was one credit. It was awesome. Again, I made out like a bandit on that Like trip. I would buy a steak at La Cellier and that would basically be the price of my entire dining plan for the day. And it was, yeah. it was fantastic. And gratuities included. It was so great. Mm-hmm. It was, but it was like almost too much food. Yeah, it really like, was. Because like you were getting, food. and then a quick service, it was the uh, the entree, the beverage, mm-hmm. and the dessert. So it was like you were eating dessert. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining. Three meals a day. <laughs> <laughs> dessert, three meals a day. <laughs> so whenever they like got rid of the dessert with the quick service, and let's be real, most of the quick services do not have good desserts. Okay, the exception was be our guest. Whenever mm-hmm. that was a quick service, like it, it's like a brownie or like a packaged whatever. Okay, that's fine, but I'm not normally gonna buy that. Like I want my Dole Whip. So I was glad when they went to the two snacks. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can have my Dole Whip for dessert. Plus those snacks that you have left over. I always love like, I would hit up like the candy store on the way out and get those $7 bags of candy and like bring them yes. back to people at home. They're like, oh my gosh, thanks for thinking of yes. me. Meanwhile, I'm like, that was prepaid on the dining plan. <laughs> You're right. welcome. Yeah. like. <laughs> I needed to use up my yeah, credit. We did that. They we would have. Know. Well, because I had a thing where I didn't want to pay use a, a snack credit for a bottle of water. I just paid the three bucks oh, for it. I right. Felt, no, know, pay the three dollars like, for no. the water. And so by doing that, I wouldn't use the snack credit later. And so at the end of the week, I'd have like 14 snack credits. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll take two pieces of fudge and I'll take that uh-huh. candied apple and let me get yeah. this over here. And I'm like, like my, one of my carry-ons on the airplane is literally a bag of food. Exactly. All Nothing it is just that. a bag of food. Nothing I'm wrong. coming home and I'm bringing home. I'm like, here, here's this for you. And hey, mother-in-law, here's your candied apple. And here's this. And what, it, it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, people were loving it because I'm handing out pastries and yeah. Disney goodies. And I'm like, paid for it already. So you might as well enjoy it. Right. So. All right, so last one here, and we're running a little long, so I'll just cut out the stop and start, and we'll just go straight to continue. Disney parks as a whole. What do we want to see Disney continue to do at the parks? This is where you can throw in the magic and leave it on a positive note. And you know what? I I will say that I want Disney to continue bringing back the magic. Every time we have another announcement about something opening, I get excited. I don't care if it's like, I mean, they could announce tomorrow, okay, the third restroom in Epcot over by Test Track is going to reopen. I would be posting about it and I'd be like, it's going to breaking news, it's opening! I mean, just everything that reopens is another, when Tusker House got announced for reopening, I told my wife and she, that's her favorite meal, Tusker House. She she was like over the moon. She was like, that means we can get it for November. Oh my God! She was so excited and just you know, every time they announce another bit of magic coming back, the, the mm-hmm. cast members coming back. I'm hearing mm-hmm. that the Hoopty Doo cast members are coming back. I'm hearing the Finding Nemo cast members are coming back. And, you know, things are happening and slowly mm-hmm. but surely beginning to come back. And I am just, I'm loving it. I want them to continue to roll that news out, you know, and confirm yeah. it before the dirt sheets get out there. And, you know, you got inside yes. the, inside the parks, whatever, dot org, com, gov, you know, throwing up the, whatever they can. Oh. Hey, fast passes are coming back next week. And, everybody's asking us questions but you know disney get out ahead of it and keep releasing that news and keep us excited because we're excited we're really Mm -hmm. excited i need them to continue the character cavalcades i'm obsessed with them they're great they're amazing they really are it 
There's never any crowd. And I think that it's wonderful because you can be going from ride to ride and you're pretty much going to see almost all the floats that were in the parade. And I think it's perfect because everybody stops for like 10 minutes, watches it goes, go by. And then they like go to the next ride. And then those people that were getting off are catching the next one that's Mm -hmm. coming out 15 minutes later. I'm obsessed with them. And Mm -hmm. I also think that the characters that are randomly coming out and like playing (sighs) behind the scenes. Yes. Yes. Oh, like, I hope they keep it. I hope they keep adding more characters to it because Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Because you didn't get that in a regular meet and greet. You would walk up, give your hugs to Mm -hmm. Pooh and whatever and walk away. But now you've got parents who have who have video of Pooh running back and forth behind a fence and the kids running back and forth after. And that's magic. You just didn't get in a meet and greet. Agree. I hope they continue that, too. And plus, like, I mean, that's just time that you're saving waiting in a line to meet a kid which is you know that's great that's cute whatever and maybe maybe like for certain experiences they should you know keep the princess fairy tale hall and like those characters that you know they need to meet but i love this new thing i love it i love it the only thing that i need them to bring back which is continue i need them to continue having that the nighttime parade and i need them to bring Ah. back spectro magic more than like anything Mm. oh my gosh i think we all three agree about spectro magic You know I, what? Can, I can hear the trumpets playing yeah. in my ears and my I say, I love it. My that very was the, favorite parade. That was hands down. And that Which, was one. And Brady Navani, not a big parade person. He loves Spectro Magic. We love own it. the soundtrack for Spectro Magic. Yes, the soundtrack. It's I remember amazing. when I was a kid and I don't even know, like, I don't even remember like the first time that I like had heard it. We were walking into mm-hmm. the store, like the Emporium, and I was literally, my dad was walking with me, and I was like, I need the soundtrack, like whatever song is playing right now. And back then, remember how there was like CDs? Yes. They didn't have it. No. Like, the first year it came out, they did not have it on a CD. And I was like crushed because I was like, I just, I loved the music so much. It was moving. Dun, and to be dun, honest, dun, dun, dun. yes, Josh, pay attention to this. Right. How phenomenal would it be if on the 50th anniversary Stop. they bring that back as yes. like a nighttime parade? Like, yes. just, oh, oh. I'll pass out. I'll pass out. I'd be so excited. Well, because, okay, so Disney, I understand maybe you don't have the budget to build a parade right now because things are tight. You're coming back from COVID. Guess what? You probably have a lot of these floats in storage. I know that some were uh, destroyed, but between Spectro Magic and the Main Street Electrical Parade, you can mm-hmm. put a parade together. Call the paint the night Absolutely. parade. Put t- take four whatever, or five floats. You know you what? Got, whatever you got left. Use that Maleficent float and throw some lights on her. Paint and the spectro can... electrical parade. We will take it. And honestly, though, I would take the custodians swinging a uh, 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 sparklers wearing Mickey hats at this walking point, down I, at nine o'clock at night. I, I would take that. Just whatever. give me something. Um, but I agree with the character cavalcades. I think they can still do festival yeah. of fantasy just like normal, and even a nighttime parade and still have the cavalcades because all it is is just characters walking through the park that's it that's all it is and i think it can easily be done and it brings so much delight to people so many people love them in the oh, videos and, and for us agents it's easy because you take a one minute video and you're done it's not like you have to record every single float for 15 minutes and then decide what to parse mm-hmm. and what to record and what to post and hope somebody yeah. watches 15 minutes no people will watch your 45 second video of tinkerbell it's it's and it's I, just I, so I, yeah, cute great. and whimsical and like i just remember at christmas time yep. when i was down there and i had my hair up in a bun and oh, she she's like pointing at me and she's like mm-hmm. pointing at her bud and i'm like yes you just were like, and i love the fact that tink has her parade all her own she's like i'm yes. not sharing the spotlight with anybody well, you crazy tinkerbell. princesses can do your own thing i'm tink and i got this by myself so i mean and on. she does like yeah. let's be real she holds it she, she holds it she does own it i want them to continue 
innovating again because they bring the magic and innovating magic it's like they could bring back like an intervention of some sort that would be cool oh that's that's destroyed literally (laughs) and then interventions you could have like a like an attraction where they do waste management and then you can have an attraction where you can experience a tornado and experience like what's like and then a simulator that doesn't really look real it just kind of flips you around and that would be awesome something like that Heather, where can we find you online? I know that you have several. I feel like you have an entire primetime slate of shows on oh, YouTube I... and, and such. <laughs> where would people find you with, with Quack Talk and the show you've got going with, with Irene and, and, and the other girl that's not Irene? I can't remember her name. But, you, oh. have, you know. <laughs> Irene did say hello. I was talking to her before. I was like, I have to get on the podcast. And she was like, tell them I said hello. So she Hi, does say Irene. hello. She's a former agent of, of Honest Star. Yeah. And uh, she's just wonderful. She does a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. Great videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Wonderful World of Walt is actually where you can find her on YouTube. So just Google that and you'll find her. So Heather, where can we find you in all the places? On Facebook, I'm Heather Honest Stars. You just have to type that in your little search box for there. But other than that, on Instagram and YouTube, I'm the Moana mom because someone in Japan has a dog it's like a poofy dog and took Moana mom, even though I like own the domain and everything. So oh I'm the gosh. Moana mom. <laughs> not the Wreck-It Ralph mom and not the Correct. Big Hero 6 mom. And- On Instagram and YouTube. And um, my daughter started a show whenever COVID happened. They do uh, a show called Quack Chat and they are hilarious and they are, they are polar opposites and they're the best. So they have their own show. And then now... Um, we've gotten together with a couple other moms and we do mama mouse club every other Thursday and we rotate channels between like me and three other moms. And it's really picked up like a really good following because it's just moms being real talking about Disney. What else would you want to do on a Thursday night? I can't think of one thing. I love it. Same. Jen, where can people, let's tell people where they can find you. If they're not already following you now, cause you're in Sedona at the Grand Canyon, where can people find you? <laughs> You can find me at Upon the Star Jen, or you can find me at Jen underscore Novotny. And I know I'm posting some pretty amazing pics. So oh, your pics have been fantastic. You know, and, <laughs> and I'm saying that in good faith because I know they will be fantastic. They will be. Find me on Instagram at The Magic on a Dollar. Find me on Facebook and uh, find me on Facebook at Disney on a Dollar and Magic on a Dollar. It's a Disney page and my Disney kind of Disney fan page. Um, you can also find the MSE podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the phrase that pays in magic and love. Find us on online in the MSE podcast.com. That's our show notes. You can go see all the pretty pictures of all the wonderful people we've had on, including Heather. You'll be able to put the cursor right there on her face between her eyes. Double click and I'll take you to her page. Uh, find us, of course, at the MSE podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. And of course, you can use that same handle for Facebook, for Twitter, and for Instagram as we try to post as much as we can. Really, we're only doing Instagram right now because we just don't have time for anything else. But, um, but yeah, come follow us in all the places. Share the show. Tell the people about the show. Uh, tell the people about the Moana Mom and her show and all that good stuff because we want to share the love with everybody. Heather, mm-hmm. this has been wonderful. We love hearing you talk about Disney because you're just, you know, you're authentic with your magic. And that's, yes. that's, that's pretty, that's fantastic. Fantastic. This is so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. And unlike, and I know that you're, you're thinking probably not going to have Heather on for their 50 or 60 episodes. She can be on anytime she wants. Yeah. She, she really can. Till, she till can we're in, till we're in Asia, like doing the parks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
to him and be like, Heather, have you been on before? Yes, I was on. <laughs> really? <laughs> For Jen, I'm I fine, can't even Heather. defend myself. Right. Happy birthday, Jen, by the way, this past Happy week. Happy birthday, Jen. Dave. For Jen. For the Moana Mom, Heather, I'm Dave. And hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.